Michael Maxwell there, Jonas. By the way, it's not Coronation Parade, Coronation Drive, a famous uh, road there in Brisbane, which goes down towards uh, the uni, and you've got uh, well the Regatta Hotel on Coronation Drive, Michael Maxwell As I say hello to you. Yes, I spent a little time at um, Tawong, which is just around the corner yep. there, and frequented the Regatta. Beautiful spot there right on the river. It certainly is. Uh, Doombin today, uh, we get underway Sydney time at, uh, what, five past two. So five past one Queensland time. Uh, firstly, what's the weather like there today? Because I see the rails at seven. Yeah, not too bad. Normally we're out a little further on a midweek meeting, but only seven metres. Uh, last Saturday we were here, it was two and a half, so gone out a little further to be seven. Very warm in Brisbane day, so it's weather fine and the track should be perfect today. It's a good fall. All right. What about uh, in race number one? Uh, Two fifty for a tourer here for the uh, um, the the Waller team inside draw. Three twenty yesterday was the opening price with Tab uh, at around twelve fifty five. That market opened, and by last night at five o'clock was into two sixty. Two fifty this morning has had support. Interesting at longer odds. Uh, Aqua Rose, Aqua Rosa, seventy one to forty one dollars at big odds. Yeah, it could possibly be the leader, uh, Aqua Rosa. She's only had the uh, four starts, hasn't really done anything at all, but maybe they're thinking uh, she might go to the lead with three kilos off, only carrying 53. But Chris Waddle's got the top three in the market here, Dave, over the 16.40 in this maiden. And I think that the money is telling us something. You mentioned there with Chris's um, top seed by the looks of it, or Tora, at least I think it is from his stable, um, I think, what, five of the nine runners here come out of the same race here at Doombin, this track and distance a fortnight ago. It was won by American Fireball, who has since raced quite well. Clearly, the best of the rest was number five, Ortora. And I think the horses that finished behind her that day that are lining up again here are going to find it difficult to beat her. She shoots clear that day. She looked the winner. But American Fireball, who did have very good sort of form behind him, he got over the top of the late. But I think with maybe Aqua Rosa leading, hopefully running along a little bit, uh, she gets a very soft run just behind the leaders. And I think she should be too good for them in the first and represents one of the better bets on the card today. That's race one, Doom, but number five, Ortora. To beat the six, Miss, uh, Bliss Miss, who's getting Blinker's first time, she could be the improver. What about in race two? It's over the year 2040, and we've seen a few of these take turns. Um, Demarcay is the one they've backed, 240 into 220, uh, draws eight. So uh, where does he land um, when it comes to the speed? Does he just try and get handy in behind Lawbreaker, who looks the leader? Yeah, you're right. Lawbreaker looks the leader, and I'd love to see them use him a little bit, get him up in second place because he's a, he's just a a slow stayer that will stay all day, Dave, and I think that might give him the edge here. Again, Chris Waller holds the key to this race. He's got this DeMarque, the favourite, whose only victory was at St. Cloud in France before coming across, and when he arrived, he was sort of obliged to race in, you know, races like benchmark 70 level. He hasn't quite measured up, but since coming to Chris's Gold Coast stables... He's getting some form together, including a few decent runs on a Saturday around some handy types where he's been reasonably handy and just whacking away. And I think back to this Class 1 plate, um, it's a perfect race for him. So I'm happy to go with him. His stable mate, number four, 
Kadava is the interesting runner. He's only had the one start. He's a three-year-old by Tarzino uh, for Neville Morgan and David Devine. And he won that race. It was at the secondary meeting a few Saturdays ago at Ipswich. And he was a bit of a drifter in the market, but he was too good at his first start over the 1666. He was strong late. So given that he's a likely race three-year-old by Tarzino, I think there's a lot more to come from him. But I'm just going with what we're seeing right now. Big drop in grade for DeMarque, number one, to beat the four, the stablemate, Cadaver. In race three, 1,200 the journey. And we're chatting with Michael Maxwell looking at this Doombin meeting today. Now, favourite at 270 is Helen Mack, this horse for Gollan. And then you've got the second favourite, Hot Summer. Now, both these runners... Well, firstly, Helen back three twenty was the opening price, backed into two sixty yesterday, and is two seventy now. Uh, and Hot Summer's been three ninety uh, into three forty, back to three dollars ninety. They backed one here at odds. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, Boulder's Brass uh, horse number nine for the Jenkins Stable. It's having its first ever race start, and it's only had the one trial. Yes, Dave, and that trial was back in July of last year, and I, I marked it was okay in that trial with a couple of question marks. So we're seeing a little bit of support for the nine here, Boulder's Brass, a three-year-old by Epaulette. So, yes, I'd be certainly very interested in him, but I'm going with the top two in the market, and I'm going Hot Summer from Helen Back. Now, both of them have drawn poorly here. Helen Back has got a lot of speed. He's usually first out of the gate. So he might be able to offset that barrier. But the slight concern that I have with Helen Back is that at his first two starts, he was good running two-thirds over the shorter trip. And he wasn't that strong at the end. The winners got right away from him. I know he's had a spell, and it's reasonable to assume that he's got a little bit stronger. Um, But I know that the three hot summer is going to be very strong at the end. So... I'm going his way. Hot Summer has had one run back from the spell. He ran second behind a pretty handy one, I think, in Quat Quam. Uh, he's drawn a little bit awkwardly here, but he's been scratched a number of times due to meetings being off and, and wet tracks. So he's basically been waiting in the wings. So I'm just going with the horse that I know is going to be strong at the end, and that's three Hot Summer. Over the 10, Helen Back, who I think will be in front for a long way here. So three to beat 10. And certainly respecting a little bit of money for the first start of number nine, Boulder's Brass. OK, Boulder's Brass uh, there in race three. Now, race number four uh, with Tab. Uh, we've got favourite here at 260, Real Rush. Now, this is interesting, Maxie, because they backed it yesterday, 370 into 230, which is just extraordinary, really. Uh, then today there was a readjustment, 250 out the 260. It's far too short, probably, isn't it? Um, Lavoni has been 460 to $3, back to 370 Where the action's been today uh, with Tab, I've noticed there's been a little bit of money around today for uh, Holly Rod Girl, number eight at Big Odds, 23 into $21. And also... Um, this other runner here, which is the 13, um, at massive odds, Trapedo, uh, at the $41 price, they've had a nibble that. Yeah, well, Hollywood Girl for Tony Gollum's got a lovely pedigree. Look, it's Gollum Maloney Gate 1, but I don't really like her. I can't make any sort of case for her. Trapedo number 13 is interesting in the fact that um, she had her first start, a filly by Trapeze Artist, 
in a $100,000 maiden at the sunny coast, and she never really got into it. She was beaten eight lengths. And then she came to Doombin in your normal three-year-old maiden with normal midweek prize money, and she was midfield by, behind the Petite Maison, and it was a decent run. So I can see why there's a bit of money. The alley is a little bit awkwardly, though, for her. But out of those two that they're specced up, I clearly prefer the 13 rather than the 8. Um, I'm going with 10 to be 12, Livoni, trained by Jack Bruce, Damien Thornton to ride. Now, this filly has only had the three starts. They've all been over the 1,000. She had a prep, a break, returned running second over the 1,000 behind Stella Lady. Stella Lady had all the favours. She cut the corner. She since had a start in a solid class one on a Saturday where she ran well, Stella Lady. In that race, this filly, Livoni, um, she was back with cover to the outside, finishing strongly. And I like the way she knuckled down, and I'm thinking 1,200 metres is spot on for you. So I'm going to give her the edge, the 10, Livoni. Ahead of number 12, the one that they back straight away, Real Rush. She's bred to stay. She's, uh, she's by Real Steel out of a Schwarzier mare. We know Schwarzier, you know, essentially a sprinter, but he can get horses that can run a bit of a trip. But this filly, Real Rush, she won two trials. Then she finished second in the most recent trial. And she was given a bit of a galloping lesson by a horse called Torabella. Torabella came out um, for, the, for the Huddies last Wednesday and blitzed them at her first start. So I think that form reference for Real Rush is solid. Um, however, it always worries me first start in a race if they've got to use a bit of energy early. So I'm just a slight concerned about her over the last 50 metres, real rush being a first starter. Um, but I'm confident that Lavoni will run a strong 1,200 metres. So I'm going that way. 10 Lavoni over number 12 in real rush in the fourth. Now, Maxie, in race five, I want your opinion here. I think I've found one. Um, which is always fraught with danger, isn't it? Uh, but <laughs> the favourite here at 4.40 is the Drover uh, for uh, Batters and Graham. Now, uh, the Van Dyke horse has had support, um, horse number three, after its fourth behind Patton last start. But down the bottom, I saw some money for this early this morning, Minari Magic. Now, I know it's drawn awkward. Was in tomorrow at uh, Ipswich, they are obviously going to scratch from that Ipswich race tomorrow over the 1,200. And Jim Byrne, I know, is trying to get on a roll after his injuries. He looks hungry. And I didn't mind the runner Calandra last night on the heavy. What, what do you make of Minari Magic, who, by the way, today is 26 into $16. There's been some good support for it each way. Yeah, this is, um, I think, the first of a couple of benchmark 70s that they split over the 1350. We... Lost that meeting at the sunny coast. We only had a couple of uh, races there on Sunday. Uh, but uh, Racing Queensland allowed the trainers to re-enter. And a lot of them are running today, which is a good thing. Um, and so they've made two divisions of this race. And it's a very tricky, day. You can make a case for any horse lining up here in race number five. I didn't have Minari Magic in my numbers. She's racing well. I've got a little bit of a risk with her over the 1350. Um, but it, it's hard to sort of do the form on this race because every one of them can win. And just for the sake of selections, I've gone for number 10, Whistling Spirit, who um, finished second behind Patton. That was a four-horse finish. Patton got up uh, narrowly over Whistling Spirit, 
And the Van Dyke horse you mentioned, Max Kalema, was sort of held up in the home straight in that race as well. So it's, it's a bit of a dartboard job for me. I'm going with 10 Whistling Spirit, who was good in that race, the pattern race, to beat seven Twyford, two He's Heaven first up, and number one, the Drover, who looks to be the front runner here. He just might find it a bit tough late under a massive weight. But 10, 7, 2 and 1 in the first leg of the quality of Tricky Race. All right, race six and Outback Action is at 4.40. Uh, not your favourite, but it's been the best back runner, the, the toppy by far. Your favourite at 3.60 is this will be the one. It's been a drifter, though. It's been 3.40 at the 3.60. Yeah, so I'm interested in the support for Outback Action now with Sterling Oslin. Um, I think has the right form to improve dramatically today, provided they use the good gate to go forward. They've, they've made a few... Um, gear changes with outback action, bar plates are off, blinkers off, tongue tie off. Uh, they book Bailey Wheeler to claim a couple. So definitely interested in outback action. I have the three on top, but again, this is the other division of that benchmark 70. Very, very even. It's pretty much the horses to get the best run in transit. The unimpeded run are probably going to be the ones to figure here. I don't know about number three. This will be the one... Um, a sort of newcomer to Jack Bruce's stable here in Brisbane. Just the one start here under Jack. And was I catching in that pattern race whereby um, didn't have much room in the home straight, should have finished a little bit closer. I'm thinking now that he's had that run, we saw him. He looks to be going okay. Orman booked inside barrier. So I've just gone that way without any confidence here. This will be the one number three. Over the six Regal Edition, everything looks good for Regal Edition today. I can't fault anything. And then number one, Outback Action, the one that has been a, a drizzling of money for today on tab. Three, six and one. Okay, all right. Uh, let's go to race uh, number seven. Probably the best back runner on the card here is Red Top. They put up $6. Well, they actually put up five fifty, uh, And now it's a 3.40 favourite uh, looking to get the win third up. Yeah, um, he, he does look very hard to beat here. And he doesn't win out of turn, Dave, but he's back to Wednesdays and he's everything's perfect. He's drawn a good gate. He's third up. They're all things that I like. And he's getting to 1,600 metres. He was very good on a Saturday first up, running fourth behind Betcha the Crown and African Daisy, finishing well. And then again at Eagle Farm a couple of Saturdays ago, he ran ninth behind Centre Shell but he could not get clear at any point in the straight. He's literally under a grip now from the 300 until pulling up. So he never, ever saw the light of day. But that day, he had 60 kilos in that race on a Saturday. Now, with the claim today back to a Wednesday, he drops five kilos to 55. So he's going to get a soft run around about midfield. I think he's the best bet today, number eight, red top. Uh, for trifecta chances, the 11 gold deal, who's trained by Team Sears as well as Red Top and has the same owner. So I'm giving them the Quinella, eight to be 11. And number three, Binding. You know, she possibly gets left alone in front doing her own thing. That's always dangerous, especially when the rail's out at Doombit of the Midweeks. Leaders left alone. So she's got the ability to go all the way. So in the quaddy, while I do like the stable mates, the eight and the 11, I'm making sure that I put three Binding in as well. And what about the lucky last? Obviously, some scratchings here have come through, but uh, today, very keen they are on Sir Carter, which is uh, horse number seven. And today, it's been 8.50 to 5, and 
Damon Days also has been popular, but this Sir Carter, probably the second best back runner for the meeting. Yeah, uh, well, he's got to run 1,200 metres. Um, that's uh, that's the issue. He's, he's pretty quick, so provided he can get a good on-pace spot fairly quickly without expending too much energy, this is the right race for Sir Carter. Uh, but I do have a... Um, I do have a question mark on him if there's pressure on early here. The horse that I think will turn out to be the best in this race right now is number 11, Banana Slide, trained by David Van Dyke, Kyle Wilson-Taylor. Probably going off a little bit too early with this mare because it's only 1,200 metres. She's a back marker, but she has a lot of ability. She's only lightly raced a mare by Sebring. Last prep, she won well in the maiden at the sunny coast. David kept her there. She ran third to Winston Smurfhill, who was going particularly well at the time in town as well, Winston Smurfhill. And then he put her in the Winx Guineas, and she ran fifth there at $81 behind Knight's Choice. That was a good uh, addition of the um, uh, of the Winx Guineas as well. She got back in the field. She was near last, but kept on closing. In the wash-up, she was 3.8 lengths behind Knight's Choice. So David turned her out. She's first up here. Her trials have been very good, but the problem is she's a backmarker with a wide route on a Wednesday. But I'm just going to bank on maybe class coming to the top here in the last, and I love the price about her, number 11, Banana Slide. To beat number eight, Amathurba, because of the map, everything's spot on today for her to bounce back. And number four, Tarps. Now, he could be the one that upsets a horse like Sir Carter because he's got a lot of pace. And he likes to run along, so he probably makes it a, a genuine tempo here. If anything, it's going to help the likes of Banana Slide. So in the last at Doom and Dave, 11 to beat 8 and 4. Now, what about your uh, what about your best bet, mate? We're going to make it in the first race. Good to hear that you say there is support for this Waller Rubber in the Star Thoroughbred Colours. Race 1, number 5, a Torah at about $2.60. And then in, in race seven, number eight, Red Top, I think you mentioned he was around about the four or four dollar twenty mark. So I think there are a couple of good bets today. One five at Doomblood and then seven eight. Great stuff, Michael. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Okay, thank you, Dave.